When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's the South Florida Morning Show with Jennifer Ross and Bill Adams on News Talk 850 WFTL. With 62 hot dogs and buns in 10 minutes for his 16th win, I give you the number one ranked eater in the world, Joey Chestnut! Ah! Come on, Ed! I like that guy is almost as exciting as the Powerball guy. Yeah, he's good. Is that George? I think that's George. The guy, we've met him. He wears the straw hat. He owns the Professional Eating League. Does he really? Very interesting fellow. Okay. Here's the question. There was a lot of controversy heading into this thing. because, And and I think it was ABC News had it. Because wasn't ESPN trying to show this? And they, they sent it out too early and they told people that it was canceled. It was off because of weather. There was lightning in the area. Okay. In Coney Island. It went on later, you know, much later than expected, but part of the reason was because of Joey Chestnut himself. Yeah, that was a two-hour delay. He he said, no, we're doing it. Well, good for him. But, you know, I wonder, how do you train to eat? You know? I I, I don't know. Do they they sit and not eat for days, or do they overeat for days? I always wondered that question. So, you know, the, the whatever it is, whatever preparation you make to get yourself you know, in tip-top shape for an eating competition. I'm sure that had all taken place, and they're like, you know, I don't want to go through this again. Yeah. I'm ready. Let's go. Come he, on. He did say something like that. What a roller coaster emotionally. They told us it was canceled. We weren't sure if we were going to eat today. Everybody got messed up, and it affected me, but uh, I feel great. I'm just happy. Uh, it's 4th of July, and I got, I got to eat some hot dogs and get a win. I got leftover room, so I'll be having some beers later. Here's the oh. fascinating thing. Yeah, he's going to eat more. Here's oh. the fascinating thing. None of them are fat. Isn't that amazing? Do you remember Kobayashi? Remember yeah, him? He was he had, a little guy, too. He was a twig. Yeah. And he wasn't that tall. He was a little guy. Well, the girl that won, she's from Pasco County, Port Richie's Mickey Sudo. She, uh, 37-year-old, uh, she hey. gulped down 39 and a half hot dogs. Okay, she did 39 and a half. <laughs> he did 63. Okay. Okay. All right. His best, by the way, Joey Chestnuts, was 76. 76 hot dogs and buns. I didn't know he was number one in the world. I thought this was yeah. just his category. No, he always wins. Anyway. So there's all kinds of like categories. Well, he won. I, well, there's the chick, the, he and the girl, the pseudo, they win $10,000 each. That's, that doesn't seem like a lot of money for eating all that food. You do it for America. Oh, God. <laughs> it's not a, it, I, you know what? We watched the one uh, at, uh, I think it was at the two J's at, at the gardens. And yeah, they did the roast beef eating it, it's, contest. It, it's rough. Yeah, it's it's not something you want to be present for. Just just learn about the results. It's a lot more fun that way. Jeez. Major that League cool. Eating is the league, right? I think that's is that what it? it is. Yeah. So does my buddy. Yeah, there from, he is. There's, there he is. Yeah. My buddy from Key West who won the Key Lime Pie Eating Contest. Does he qualify too? I don't know if that's. I don't know if that's sanctioned. I don't know. I think it's just something they do fun in Key West, but they so, had the Key Lime Pie Eating Contest. And you have to eat. They put a pie in front of you, and you have to eat it with your hands behind your back. Yeah. And this guy won it from his Altoona 
He's from uh, he's from a different state, but he won three minutes and thirty eight seconds. Just a standard size pie. Yeah, it's not that impressive. Without your hands, you could do that. No, <laughs> I don't think so. I mean, you're gobbling down this. Fire. I was like, wow, it's pretty cool. I thought it was pretty cool. So the guy won a thirty. His name's Joshua Mogul. He's thirty eight years old. I don't know what he wins, but uh, it was the Kila. He's from Altoona, Iowa, a tire manufacturing manager. They're like, you want a pie? Now get out of here. <laughs> I don't know what he wins. So here's the, here's the upcoming events in the Professional Eating League. The Great Midwest Rib Fest, Rib Eating Championship. Ooh. Uh, then on September, you know, because they got to take a break. Oh, jeez. The Padrino Foods World Tamale Eating Championship. That's going to be uh, September 30th, I guess. Wow. Oh, they got, they got like. They're not hot tamales, right? I don't know. That's a good. No, I guess it not. It couldn't be no. spicy. It'd probably kill them. I'm sure they have something like that, though. And then they have all the records. Um, record for a 24-inch pizza was done like, in a, 15 minutes, oh. July 9, 2005. Jeez. Armor Vienna sausage, 8.31 oh. pounds. Oh, that was done they, in 2005. 2005 was a big year for, for eating. Why do they just crack open a can and shove it down their throats? Oh, that's disgusting. Uh, the, record, oh. the record for bacon... Oh, some guy Matt named I think it was Matt Stoney, 182 strips in five minutes. <gasps> now, I, okay, on the bacon thing, can you take like a whole rasher though and shove it in your mouth, or you going to do it one at a time? Because then it would be impressive if it's one at a time. He must grab like a whole bunch and shove them in at once, right? I, I it's got to be it. Oh, jeez. Can you imagine having when you go out to dinner with these people? Do they eat like normal individuals? I'm just curious. Listen to this one. 7-Eleven sports Slurpee record. The Slurpee, right? A Slurpee? Can you imagine? I call him an ice cream headache. You know, when you get oh, God, something yeah. cold real fresh. That's what I, I've always called it. 22-ounce mm-hmm. sports Slurpee was done. The record is nine seconds. <gasps> On April 15th, 2010, Patrick Bertoletti. Nine seconds. Chugging that thing. Oh, God. He's probably still in a coma. <laughs> <laughs> and his brain is probably still frozen. <laughs> oh, my God. Can you imagine him with a beer? <laughs> if you can chug something frozen that quickly, can That's you amazing. imagine a beer? No. God. It's he, incredible. People, there are some people that win those, those beer chugging contests because they can... It's like they unlock their their throat. I don't know what you call it, but it's like yeah. you open up your throat and you just pour it down. I can't do that. It's incredible. No, it always goes down the wrong way for me, but that's interesting. Ugh. God, no. Who aspires to be a competitive eater? Have you ever met anybody I, I, who I, aspires to be a competitive eater? No. They take it seriously, though. Oh, yeah. It's it's a big deal. A I lot mean, of money. And, and I don't know if you need a certain physique or anybody can be a competitive eater. I, I, I don't know the ins and outs, unfortunately. But I don't know what it is like like in their GI system that allows them to do that. Did he say he was going to have a beer after this later? Yeah, he said he no, had space. Well, well, look at he he was like 12 short of his his his, you know, record. Oh, so he had lots of room. So he, so he was going light this year. <laughs> he could go have a couple of clams. Wow. Jeez. All right, other news. You might have missed this too. Rollovers, lottery stuff. Uh the Lakeworth billboard tells me 546 million bucks tonight. Wow. A lot of money. And Mega Millions, nobody won last night. Color me surprised. 427 for Friday's drawing. 
We did not get to the alligator story. Oh, we got to get to that. Sorry, we, no, we got okay. caught up. I, I found all kinds of fascinating. Rumors. No, that's you know what? It's it's the day after the Fourth of July. People were gone for four days. No one really wants to work today. Let's be honest. No. So no. it's going to be fun. Uh, oh, well, you uh, know what else we got to talk about? The guy that was underwater for a hundred days. He's uh, out. Uh, as predicted, and I think you said this. What happens to his body? Hundred days underwater. I think you can guess, but he's confirming it now. He's out. He's shrivelly. No. All right, we'll talk about that. We, we do have the al- poor alligator. There's an update on the alligator story in South Carolina. Oh, we just had the sighting near there like a week ago. Really? Why didn't they take care of it? Yeah, well, why didn't they warn anybody? Exactly. All right, then more next, the South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. The South Florida Morning Show, News Talk 850 WFTL. There's Jen, there's Diener, I'm Bill. We'll come back in. Hopefully it was a nice uh, holiday for everybody. Yeah. I don't know how many people are getting back to work today, but... A lot of people may not be, you know, I want to know how many people are going to use the excuse and call and say, I'm sorry, I can't get home. I'm stuck in New York or I'm stuck in New Jersey or I'm yeah. stuck in Connecticut or whatever because they're already canceling flights. Now they're blaming the weather. Like, this okay. time it might actually be the weather. It, it could very well be because they say some storms are moving into the New England area and Boy, yesterday they canceled flights. So I was tracking that through the weekend, though, a couple of days off from yesterday. They still didn't sort that out. Nah. That was unbelievable. Yeah, it's crazy. And, and then they point blank came out and said it was also the FAA being short-staffed with air traffic controllers. So, so like, it's everything. Yeah, it's it's the airlines, it's it's the people at the airport. I'm sure TSA's agents are, are for, few and far between, too. Everybody needs help. So if you're – I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm already dreading getting on a plane in like a month. I'm thinking – and I'm going to New England. So I'm thinking, what should we get? So if I call you and say I'm stuck, you have to leave for the airport now. <laughs> you got to like, line up now. <laughs> like, ma'am, why are you here so early? I want to make sure I get out of here. I would. You, if they shorted you a couple of days from the start of your vacation, I, I'd make use of it at the end. Sure. Yeah. Well, why not? Yeah. I couldn't know, get I, back. Sorry. Couldn't get back. So you stay for this weekend, and then you come home. Oof. I'm sure a lot of people are going to do that. Probably. Well. Obviously, we talked about all these shark stories, shark encounters, even shark bites and shark attacks over the weekend. There were more than ever. But this was pretty tragic in South Carolina. It was Hilton Head. A week after they had severe warnings, they think, about this very same gator. Well, you know what what concerns me is when they say they had to remove the alligator first, I'm thinking, okay, was it like protecting the body that it just tried to eat? Yeah, that's what they're saying. I have no idea. But this poor woman... She was killed, 69 years old, walking her dog around this, this pond in Hilton Head. And the next thing you know, it's, this gator comes out of the water and chomps on her. Oh. But they say they found her body on the edge of the lagoon near a golf course. They ha- and they had to remove the alligator first to get next to the woman. It was protecting it. Oh, my God. That's horrifying. That's hor- it is horrifying. I don't know about the dog. They didn't mention that. Did you know if the dog got eaten too? That I don't know. I think they, it's kind of assumed. It's it's they don't even talk about the dog. I'm like, okay. It was near to where a fisherman just cheated death last week. Do you remember the video we had? Uh, we talked oh, the, about the story. It chased of the, him. Chased him. You know, he had a line in the water at the time, and it chased him right up the little embankment. Yeah, and he ran, and everybody you see people scattering. It's the same. Is it really it's the same area? And there's a lot of people from Hilton Head saying they think it's the same gator. Wow, a ten footer. Oh my gosh. 
No, 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 no. And they didn't warn these people? And no one went in and got this damn thing? That's what I'm thinking. How did they... If wow. that turns out to be the same gator, how in the world they let get that go? We also live in the same state where they let them loosen retention ponds. So let's, let's be honest. Well, that's true. I don't know. I, 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 didn't, I didn't realize Hilton had, had such a problem with alligators. Just I, think I, they're everywhere. I, they are. Yeah. I always think they're worth, the worst part, though, is Louisiana and Alabama. Mm-hmm. I always think that's where they're the worst. Then they're probably not. But uh, th- this poor woman, I'm sure her family, there has to be some kind of legal recourse if you knew this stupid beast was in there trying to eat people already. Well, I don't know about legal recourse, but you could talk about some changes to the local area. It's the second fatal gator attack. Oh, my God. In that county, Beaufort County, in less than a year. Hilton Head Island is upscale neighborhood, the yeah. area where both of these attacks, the fatal ones, ha- actually happened. Wow. Consistently ranked one of the best places to live in South Carolina. You just got to watch where you're walking. Wow. Well, it's, it's funny because friends of mine live there and they play golf and they always show alligators on the golf course. Always. Beasts. I'm like, why do you play golf? Eh, they just walk in front of you. Right. I'm like, yeah, you know, it looks like they're 10 feet in front of you. He goes, ah, oh, they're pretty far away. It's not a problem. I said, yeah, what if it just stops? He goes, you play around it. You play around the alligators. It's crazy. Can I play through? <laughs> it's like, come on. Hey, can I get a ruling on this? Uh, <laughs> hit the gator in the head. I, you know, and I, I got a lot of friends around here play golf, and there's always a, an alligator on a golf course somewhere. Right, true. Don't they take them out of the ponds at, at golf courses? I mean, there's a lot of people walking around there. I guess they can't always do it. Jeez. Well, if it's anything like that... Uh was that in Fort Myers? Where the hell was that? Well, they said, oh, just put it in a different pond. I know. Remember, they put stick it in the hole. Let's move it five miles inland to somebody else's house. It's like, <laughs> come on, people. Jeez. I, I don't understand why alligators have more rights than people. They're, they're prehistoric beasts. They make great shoes and luggage. That's all I'm saying. All right. Okay. I'll shut up now. <laughs> what else did we talk about? <laughs> I don't know. You had something. Did I really? Yeah. Did I? Did we remember what we talked about? I already forgot. You can tell I'm on like vacation mode over here. Mm. Well, the uh, ele- the uh, shark stuff. Beachgoers in New York keeping their eyes in the water. They had to shut down a couple of different beaches. And two kids actually got bitten. Both of them 15. A girl at first, and then a boy. And the overhead drone footage of of these things. One of them, they saw a a swarm of 50 sharks. Oh God, no, that's not good. According to one of our listeners, by the way, who texted us on the awesome 850 WFTL app, said, when listening to your show about the sharks, do you know that the adult killer whale can eat 12 or more sharks a day? Ah. And he said, what, um, I won't tell you what he says, but he says, maybe we should let Shamu loose in the ocean. <laughs> we need more Shamus to come flying around. I guess it makes sense that they would, but I also saw the last, I watched a ton of that shark fest on Discovery. Wow. I had to turn this one off. It was pretty, uh, you know, nature is what it is. It's pretty brutal. A pack of sharks ate an orca. Oh, ate, ate really? One, ate one of the killer whales. Yeah, wow. it was pretty, it was rough. You want to talk about blood in the water. Oh, my God. So I guess the sharks go after the whales. Because I didn't know the sharks go after the whales. I had heard that the killer whales can eat sharks. I, I never knew sharks went after whales. I thought they were afraid of them. Because they're like, you know, the bigger fish in the pond, so I to say. Know. Oh, and then I saw this other one. Oh, my. Well, how can you watch this stuff and then go in the ocean? This is what amazes me. Well, you know, you, you have it while you're having some seafood. Oh. You know. <laughs> Another one was this one shark attacked, one uh, bull shark attacked a hammerhead. Really? And it, and it caused this, this uproar in the, in the uh, marine biology community because they had never seen that. Wow. 
So they, but they think the hammerhead was sick, so it was like killing. I was going to say what was right. wrong with the shark. They probably did, you know, a necropsy on it and found out it was something was wrong with it, right? right. Exactly. Jeez. All right, the story you forgot to do was the underwater guy. That's what it was. So we're going to have that rapid fire first time since we got back from the holiday. Oh. Coming up next, the South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. Time for Jen and Bill's Rapid Fire on News Talk 850 WFTL. It's been a long time since we've all been together, all of us. A lot to catch up on. Jen's got the first story. Remember the Kelly brothers? One went to space, one stayed on the ground, and they identical twins, and they wanted to see the effect that space would have on one while the other stayed on the Earth. Yeah, and then Mark came home, and one is a socialist senator. Well, okay, oh, well, well right, <laughs> I wasn't getting to that, but he <laughs> he grew like an inch and a half because there was no gravity. There's no, I mean, he's in weightlessness for he was in weightlessness for almost a year, I guess. Well, a Florida guy who broke the world record. We talked about him. Remember, he was living underwater. Yep. He spent 100 days living underwater. His name is Joseph Dettori. He's a scientist. And he wanted to see what the long-term effects of living underwater would have on him. So what do you think happened to Joseph? He shrunk inch and a half. Wow. Pressure of the water. Just like there's no there's no gravity in, in space, so you grow. And underwater, I guess it's the pressure of the water, made him shrink. Even though he had a little pressurized bubble, doesn't yeah. matter, still got to him. So wow. it makes you wonder. I, I don't know. I'm assuming that once he's back on dry land, that he's, he's going to gain that inch and a half back. I don't know. That's a lot, though, when that you guys think lot, about yeah. it. I mean, for 100 days and an inch and a half, that's, what, three months, a little over three months. Well, it would make you wonder what wow. happens to, to service people who are on submarines. You sure. know, they're not Why underwater not? for 100 days, maybe consistently, but I'm sure they're underwater for 100 days over a year, going up and down and up and down. So if he did another 100, I'm sure he could double that. I don't think it maxes out. Yeah, man, it makes you wonder. Eventually, you know, you straighten out. You're like a crinkled piece of paper. You know, you flatten out. <laughs> they roll like, you like, out. Yeah. Or like one of those yeah. things. Remember when your little kids, they give you those things. They're all squilly up and you put a little drop of water on them. Yep, and they they right. came out like a snake. Yep, that's <laughs> right. You like that. That's this guy. <laughs> okay. Wasn't but, he a teacher too? Isn't yeah, that what he he's, does? He's a researcher and a teacher. So, yeah. But uh, so he's claiming that water shrinks you. How about oh. that? Pressure. New meaning to shrinkage. Oh, well, uh, yeah. Well, <laughs> usually in the water, that means tum- tum- completely different. Like George Costanza, I was in the pool. <laughs> All right. Uh, very, very quietly, oh, but God. very importantly, a federal judge made a massive decision over the weekend. In fact, released this on July 4th itself. Federal judge is barring the Biden administration from talking with social media sites to influence them. Yay. Judge Terry Doughty of the U.S. District Court for the Western Districts of Louisiana ruled that parts of the government, including the Department of Health and Human Services and the FBI, you can't speak with companies at all, so that means no communication. Wow. Which means you can't plant people there. Like we learned with the Twitter files, they right. had employees from the government working at Twitter Yep. Uh, for the removal, deletion, or suppression of content protected by free speech. How do you like that? Now, the government... Uh, can still notify the platforms about national security threats, but you can't flat-out censor what's happening with big tech. Which, here's the perfect, most clear-cut example, was, and now we know it actually happened, the Department of Justice told Twitter to completely erase the Hunter laptop story before right. the election. That's exactly what led to this. That's incredible. When you think about So what happens to YouTube, Instagram, Facebook? Because uh-huh. they censor stuff all the time. All the time. But yeah, it can't come from an can't administration. Come from the White House. Right, right, right. It's a massive ruling. And a lot of the legal experts wow. are saying, 
A judge only releases this on a national holiday to make a statement. Yeah, I like that. That's true. We did put it on, on the 4th of July. Let me ask you guys a hypothermical real quick. Yes. yes. Before we move on. Do you think this ruling, do you think this even gets brought to a court if Elon didn't buy Twitter? We wouldn't have found out that it's ha- No. No. I don't. No. no. You never would have heard about it. No. Because, I mean... It's another so much, yeah, so much talk around free speech and Elon spending all that money on Twitter. No, they had, you know, it's a good point too, Diener. They had a tech shutdown on, was it Saturday, Sunday? I don't know what it was. And all these people complaining, Elon, this stinks since he bought it. I can't get my updates. Ah. Shut oh, up. shut up. He's saving free speech. Shut it. It's, and it's back to normal now. Yeah, exactly. It was a couple days. Doesn't the cyborg launch his uh, Twitter rival today? Ah, there you go, Jen. Thank you for the lead-in. Oh, okay. The cyborg. Oh, segue. <laughs> <laughs> the cyborg launches his Twitter rival today. There you go. <laughs> I'm sorry. My, that was my headline. I am so sorry. <laughs> Didn't mean to steal it. No, no, no. So what we're talking about, of <laughs> course, the cyborg is Mark Zuckerberg. That's, that's how we affectionately refer to him here. And it's called Threads. Threads. It's Meta's new, you know, uh, answer to Twitter. It's basically going to be the same thing as Twitter. But Threads, you know, Matt, of course, Facebook and Instagram, that's the name of the company he owns both. But it's going to connect with Instagram. Instagram has 2 billion users, whereas Twitter has 250 million. Yeah, exactly. Which was wild. I didn't know the disparity was that huge. Oh, it, it is wild. You're right. Yeah, Instagram's, Instagram's huge. Crazy. I, yeah. I, I never realized That's that. because the younger generation always looked at Facebook as the old people's page. Right. And so they were like, not going there. Yeah, but it's also easier to grow because it's just pictures and quick video clips. So yeah. that's why it, it was way more popular. So apparently this Threads thing, again, you know, Zuckerberg's answer to Twitter is uh, coming out tomorrow. So wait, is it connected directly to Instagram? And I then think it, will it repost on Facebook? I think that's what they're going to do, yeah. It seems okay. like you're going to have that synchronicity with all of them now. The, the I don't know, this symbol or the logo is kind of weird. It looks like the A, like the at that you put in an email. Yeah. But also like an upside down lowercase e. It's kind of weird. And it has like this big circle, that incomplete looks like circle a that goes around tail it. to me. Yeah, I guess because it's a thread, so that's what they're trying to do. It's the sign of the devil. Uh, yeah, that's right. I guarantee you, it's gonna be someone later today who, you know, minute like oh. minute the picture, turns it around, turns it sideways, and says, "Does this look like anything to you?" I see three sixes. <laughs> oh my god. So, there you go. The big new social media thing, Threads, happening tomorrow. Will it uh, bring down Twitter at all? So the question would be, when I log into my Instagram and my Facebook account, is that automatically going to be there? It might give you the option to, to link them. Should yeah, be that, interesting. That's what I'm curious about, Jen. Yeah. Is it going to be part of just another swipe page option of Instagram? I don't know how. Like, if it's a whole new thing to learn, right. uh, no. Well, yeah. I, I get that's the thing. It's going to have to catch on. But you know what this is? This is Zuckerberg's first punch. It's him. It's him standing in the ring, waiting, throwing that first punch against Elon. Wait, so when Elon's going to release the lions next. <laughs> when they fight in the Coliseum, yes, it's going to be it's going to be tweets versus threads. That's right. Okay, yes. now right. we know you're a threader. There you go. Or a Twitterer. Remember the video? I think Diener, you had the story in uh, Rapid Fire last week oh. about Vanilla, the chimpanzee. Yes. Born in captivity, spent 28 years as an animal being tested in a lab, and they brought lovely vanilla to the Fort Pierce Animal Save the Chimps Sanctuary Place. Mm-hmm. Listen to this. That video, oh. when you see vanilla come out, we have it on our page, right? We do. I thought you were going to say, well, she couldn't handle the outside and she died. <laughs> <laughs> no, 
that's where this was going. Jen's bad news. <laughs> no, God. this is a great story. Okay, Shut up over there, good. would you? It's our new go, segment, go, Jen's Obits. Go, <laughs> go sew a thread. Would you do something? Whenever, see, this is the inside inside baseball here. Whenever Jen says, hey, you remember? And that's fill in the blank. That person is usually dead. I'm telling you, I, I was having PTSD. I was like, no, <laughs> Vanilla didn't die. Did she? No, Vanilla didn't die. She went to save the chimps in Fort Pierce. Yes. Four days after that video went viral, the agency, that Sanctuary, received $50,000 in donations. Oh, good. And you think, wow, that's that's nice, but it's not really that big in comparison to $2,700 they get on a weekly basis. Wow. So $50,000 was a huge deal. So Vanilla is going to be, and all the other chimps will be well taken care of. They need to do more videos. They really do. I, a friend of mine used to work there. He was like, they're not nice. No. <laughs> no. Oh, I can imagine. Chimps? Yeah, no. they're not nice people. Well, the chimps aren't nice Did animals. they ever say which lab vanilla came from? No. I'd love Isn't to find that out. terrible, though? Poor thing. I know. I, know. I mean, they, they can be nice. I mean, look at Jane Goodall. But I guess you, you have to get in good with them. If they don't know you, they don't like Jane you. Jane Goodall which sat in like the me. jungle yeah. for days and days and didn't move. For hours while she sat there. And, you know, she's lucky she didn't get killed by one of those, you know, Big, huge gorillas. I mean, I kind of get it. I, I feel like I, I relate to the chimps. They don't like you. They're just going to shun you or just punch you in the face. I understand. The problem is, though, their punch kills you. <laughs> yeah, well, well, that's the problem. Yeah, with the lab, there's a reason why they'll let people, uh, tourists <laughs> in. Think, think more, think less Curious George and more Planet of the Apes. Yeah, yeah. Place, Caesar. Yeah. yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> uh, here's the least surprising story of all time. The Secret Service, they had talked about that... Uh, Suspicious substance found inside the White House? Yep. Yeah, it turned out to be... Wow. Right after Hunter was there. Connection? Yeah. Coincidence? <laughs> I think not. <laughs> that was everybody said. When was the last time Hunter was in the West Wing? Uh, Washington Post first to report the white powdery substance came up as cocaine in an early test. Authorities investigating how the substance found its way into the West Wing of the White House. Mm. Well, well, walked in somebody's pocket, probably. It's kind of dropped off on the pocket. Who knows? Yeah, Unless somebody you know. was trying to set them up. Either that or, you know what, it was it was like in their pocket and they pulled their wallet out and it fell on the floor or something. I don't know. You know. I just think it's funny that I think the entire world thought Hunter Biden first. If they heard about that story. Everybody instantly. Oh, it yeah. must be, right? Speaking I, of Hunter Biden, did on. you see what the video they released? He yep. was on his way to Las Vegas in his Porsche. Excuse yep. me. He, he videotaped while he's driving, going 170 miles an hour. I'm like, while, while, wild things are going on. Smoke and crack. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, but he's, what a winner. He's a fine, upstanding young man. Oh, yeah, nice guy. He's everything that the Democrats had hoped the Trump kids were going to be. Yeah. It turned true. out to be the exact, right. o- the exact opposite. So, this is insane, guys. Next time you go to Vegas, I you know, Bill, you go to Vegas sometimes. You have to check out the sphere. Have you seen videos yeah, of this thing? That thing's no. awesome. Is this the the new musical venue? Yeah, it's well, it costs over two billion dollars, and they put all of these LED lights on it. So basically, the outside of it, they can design it to anything they want mm. to, to make it look like really just uh, like last night they lit it up in in red, white, and blue, and it was like this giant circular American flag. Oh, how cool! They did. They do all these designs on it. Think about the Epcot ball and how they can do like projection projections on there. But this is just different level stuff. You have to see videos of this, but I guess it's an all-immersive experience, they're calling it. The it looks first ever. wild. It's the, coming. F- the fire one? Did you see that? Yes, the fire one. Oh. It just They made it look like the moon, 
So the shots of this thing, it looks wow. like the moon is in the middle of the ground of Las Vegas. <laughs> That's cool. It's called a sphere. It's opening up uh, this fall. It's called the world's first immersive uh, destination. It's probably going to change the way buildings are made. The outside of them. I mean, big, just regular buildings. It's it's a marvel. I mean, you really. I, what I, happens inside it? Do they have concerts and stuff or no? I think, I think, I think it's that thing where U2 is, isn't it? I think it is. Yeah. Yeah. I they thought are, it's at least connected to it. Yeah, that was the whole point that you, right. you become part of the show. Right. They, they say that, you know, U2 will literally take over your body or whoever it is that's performing. It's unbelievable. Ooh, if you wow. haven't seen videos of this thing, <laughs> Chris I don't Martin want Bono away. taking over my body. <laughs> Bono, oh, God, no. But the, just the amazing art they can do on this thing outside, it's so realistic. It's really Is that blog worthy? I think it is. It's, it's something to behold. We already have a couple things. But think of what they would do for advertising on outside of regular buildings. Right. It's pretty wild. Wow. It's an architectural marvel. It sure is. How much did it cost to build? $2 billion. That's why the concert tickets are 400 bucks. That's right. It's for the exact, cheap seats. Okay. exactly right. Uh, the exact opposite of that architectural model and marvel is what happened at this roller coaster in North <gasps> Carolina. This guy... It has family on it, and he says, hey, that's a big crack in the pylon. Oh, my God. And then you had eight no. people stuck upside down in a roller coaster for three hours. No, thank you. All of that coming up next, the South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I was thinking, this is crazy. And I just happened to see that crack. I'm like, I can see light through it. And I'm not an engineer, but that's not, that's not good. Well, that's not good. I like that guy, but uh, what he saw, here's the, the the takeaway from this story as well. This was uh, an amusement park in North Carolina. The particular ride he's talking about is shut down. Yeah, obviously, because he as he explained it, you could see light through the one of the main supports, steel. Yeah, it's cracked. It's the still the steel support pillar. I mean, like really cracked, a big, huge crack. And right to the left of this big crack and this big pillar is the actual car for the roller coaster. It's like there's a bunch of people on it, but his kids were on it. His nieces and nephews were there, too. That's the only reason why he saw it. He was trying to, you know, you do it. Someone is, uh, yeah. Your family's bowing by, and you try to catch them. And that's and he caught it, zoomed in on it, and he says, hey, uh, there's a crack. This? <laughs> it's not supposed to be there. Here's the, here's the got you on this. The first four people he told about it ignored him. Or they said, man, I don't see what you're talking about. How can you not see it? It was a huge crack. He finally had called the park management of this Carowinds in uh, Raleigh, and he finally got through to someone in management. He had already left. He was in the parking lot. I didn't like that. He had tried to let somebody know about this. And then they, and, and they say, oh, there's no big deal. Oh, my God. Well, they've shut it down, which is good. You can only hope, though, that they go back and they inspect all their rides now. Doesn't that make you leery that their other rides yes. aren't as secure as this one? Yeah. If no, no one had caught it? Yeah. How do you not listen? They're supposed to expect these things every single day. This didn't just happen when this guy yeah. was taking the, the so photo that means of it. No one's noticed this thing. 
So now every time I walk by a roller coaster or I walk under, you know, like if you're at Bush Gardens or yeah. Universal, you can walk underneath part of them. I'm going to look up and start looking at all the all the things. Do you think every other amusement park in the in the country, after seeing that video, sent out crews, you go catch, you go check every beam, every girder that we have? Hope so. Wow. I hope I hope they do. I know that Universal and Disney and yeah. probably SeaWorld. You know, they, they check every day, multiple times a day. I get that. I would assume as it's such, It's these yeah. smaller parts you get, parts wow. you got to watch out for. Or the ones that are like mobile, like the carnivals and the fairs. No offense uh, no, against those rides. I'm, but I'm done with them. This is what happened I at won't that, do it. that festival in Wisconsin. It was on that stupid fireball ride. It's the big circle. And there's a, the ro- it's a roller coaster, but the cars are on the inside, and they just go around in a big circle. Well, this particular ride got stuck on the top. So everybody was upside down for hours. They said more than three hours. Fortunately, seven. there were eight people on it. Thank God it must have been late or something. I don't know. Seven of the eight passengers were kids. But one of the kids, when they, they had to wait for a special fire truck to come in that had a, on the top of their ladder a platform. So you got like three firefighters on this platform literally unhitching these people and catching them as they fall out of the car. Can you imagine how scary that is? But one of the kids says, hey, why don't you go rescue the old guy over there? He doesn't look so good. Thank God. But the old guy, I mean, they were little kids, so the old guy could have been like 20-something for all we know. Better that they were little, though. Yeah, because they're lighter. That's less blood rushing to your head. Yeah, and less dead weight because they're they're dropping on you. Here's what uh, it sounded like when they rescued him. All we know is that there was a mechanical failure with the ride uh, where it became stuck in the upright position. Uh, the ride was recently inspected by the state of Wisconsin. Well, wow. not that recent. Jeez. How well did they inspect it? <laughs> we don't need one of those extra wow. boats. Don't worry about that. <laughs> there's, there's, you know that ride, that ship thing that it goes back and forth? It's I a big ship. hate that thing. The last county fair I was at, I literally watched the base of the thing come off the ground, and I'm like, this thing's going to tip over. You better shut. And I'm looking at the guy running it, and I, my kids are on it. I went, fortunately, they got off, and I was like, don't ever go back on that ride, ever. And I'm looking at the guy, I said, do you not see the base of this thing coming off the ground? It happens all the time. I'm like, oh my I, God, it's going to like tip over. I was, when I was a kid, I was on one of those. There oh. were absolutely no restraints. It was just benches. <gasps> and the thing you're describing, the Viking-looking ship thing, yeah. is basically banana-shaped. Right. I happened to be sitting on one of the tips of the thing, and it, I know it was going up too far. Because I was looking straight down to the ground, and I was about 12, holding on to the bench for dear There were no seatbelts. It was nothing. I oh couldn't believe God. nobody fell out vertically on oh this thing. Oh, my God. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> They're banking on <laughs> centrifugal, centrifugal force keeping you in your seat, but it stops. Therefore, no centrifugal force anymore. You just fall out like a you know a dead fruit on a tree. And then I'm sure I got off and said, let's do it again. <laughs> Probably. I don't know. Wow. Uh, every, all of our listeners and everybody here is banned from eating Ben and Jerry's. I agree. We'll tell you what. Well, the top trending story on social media right now. Well, maybe it'll, is you think, and you mentioned this off the air, was this the new Bud Light? I wonder. That's the question. Will it be? Should be. I don't know. We'll find out that more. Coming up next, the South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. It's the South Florida Morning Show with Jennifer Ross and Bill Adams on News Talk 850 WFTL. With 62 hot dogs and buns in 10 minutes for his 16th win, I give you the number one eater in the world, Gary Chestnut! They tried to cancel it on him, and he said no! 
His exact quote was, I'm going to grab the other guys, we're going to come out here, and we're going to do this blanker. Wow. What a legend. Well, you know what? He's fell short, though. His record in 2021 was 76 hot dogs. Well, it was a little off. You know, the Still delay. 60, yeah, this, I guess the delay. The you know, the, It was a two-hour delay, what, because of lightning in the area? Yeah, it was. A, yeah. But it was like... They can't move it inside. There's no alternate plans. I, you Come would on. think. You know, need a better I, plan here. <laughs> Boy, ABC had reported it was off though, like it was done. It oh, was really? So they sent that to all their affiliates across the country. So a lot of people didn't see it happen because they figured it was done. Not according to Joey. But the the other part of that was his eighth straight win. Yeah. Because he said, was it last year he was thrown off when he got choked? What was it last year? The guy jumped up on stage. That was the most incredible thing. He got a guy, a, a protester, attacked him. He fought him off, continued eating the hot dogs, and still won. Isn't that amazing? My God. Well, what a legend. To put things in perspective, the woman who won, that Mickey Sudo, do you know she's from Pasco County, Port uh, Ritchie? That's pretty cool. She's, she's little. She, she's 37 years old. She ate 39 and a half hot dogs in the same amount of time. <laughs> he ate 62. So he almost doubled what she ate, right? That's insane. But they each walk away with 10,000 bucks. By the way, her fiance is this guy Nick Weary. Yeah, he came in fourth in the men's competition. I'm looking at him on the. Uh, they, I'm going. I'm on the MLE, the Major League Eating page. There's an MLE page. Yeah. Okay. You should see the logo. It's a giant <laughs> fist with a fork. <laughs> so her husband there, Nick. I went to his bio. Yep. He's 34. He is known for. Uh, at the DraftKings Red Carpet Film Fest uh, last year, he ate 50 hard-boiled eggs in <gasps> three minutes and four seconds. It's like Cool Hand Luke over there. <laughs> my God. 50 eggs in, oh, in my God. three minutes. That's crazy. I, I don't know. I don't How do know. you eat that many eggs? I, I, I can't explain it. I don't know. Wow. So what do you do after you win the hot dog eating contest? What, what a ro- roller coaster emotionally. They told us it was canceled. We weren't sure we were going to eat today. Everybody got messed up, and it affected me, but... Uh, I feel great. I'm just happy. Uh, it's 4th of July, and I got, I got to eat some hot dogs and get a win. I got leftover room, so I'll be having some beers later. Leftover room? disgusting. <laughs> 62 hot dogs. and he, Well, he had 76, was his, so he was. He had all that space left over to have some beers. Where do you put it? I, it's, I, I know where he puts it. You don't want to know. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Let's just keep going. Yeah. All right. Okay. I have instituted, you can blame me if you want, I have instituted a ban. Everybody listening right now, all of us, all together, united front. We cannot, we cannot uh, put up with Ben and Jerry's anymore. I, I, You know what? I do not think you're alone. I think this is finally, the thing is, it happened yesterday. Yep. And a lot of people kind of like stayed off of social media, or if they did, they were just posting family pictures or fireworks pictures. They weren't really paying attention to what other people were posting. And now it's what the number one trending thing I know on Twitter, I I would assume on all social media. But I think it's just going to gain legs today. I think it will. I think. I I hope so, because I can't stand this organization. I've never liked Ben and Jerry's. I've always hated him. I think it's a New England thing. I don't know what it is. I, I'm not a big fan. They're corporate communists. This is after they've already made their millions, though. It's a yeah. it's a billion dollar company. I mean, right. Ben and Jerry's is huge. They have all kinds of locations throughout the country. They, this is what they tweet at 9 a.m. So a scheduled tweet, obviously, on July 4th, our nation's birthday. This is what they send out. This 4th of July, it's high time we recognize the U.S. exists on stolen indigenous land. Oh, really? And commit to returning it is the, oh. is the pig part. We all know about, you know, our 
battle with the indigenous people. But And then learn more and take action now. They want you to go to a link on that. And it's connected to a some sort of an orange graphic that says the United States was founded on stolen indigenous land. This 4th of July, let's commit to returning it. Oh, okay. All right, Ben and Jerry, why don't, why don't you return your company to yeah, the indigenous people? Why don't you do that? In fact, their headquarters is in South Burlington, Vermont. It's home of the Abernathy people. There's 3,200 of them still residing in that area. Oh, okay. Why don't you give your company to the Abernathy people? That's a good idea. Why don't, why don't you do it, you mm. absolute corporate communist hypocrites? They started with uh, Mount Rushmore should be returned to the indigenous people. That was what they wanted. Mount Rushmore returned. I'm like, oh, okay, okay, but but they Whatever. don't. But they don't pay a price <laughs> they, though. They don't. They want you. It's like everybody else. It's good for you, but not for me. You know. It's like okay. Uh, they. By the way, they sold out Ben and Jerry, Jerry Greenwood and Ben Cohen. What mm-hmm. did you say they were? They were two Jewish kids from where? Long Island. Long Island. They 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 did great in this country. The the guy that's making all the the calls is works for a British company mm-hmm. Unilever yep. Unilever Unilever they are British <laughs> they they don't they're still mad at us because you know we got rid of them mm-hmm. so maybe that's it maybe this guy's a Brit and he wants us to give back all the land it, but they've been saying this for years and it's their corporate culture that they set up oh yeah they, it, it's it's all them and it's and it's everybody that they've hired in the meantime it's I, they're disgusting take your generic horrible disgusting gross fattening ice cream and go jump in a lake with it. I'm done with you. Well, hopefully other people will feel the same way. I think know? they do. Because to say something like that, especially on the 4th of July, it's like, you know what? We're, we're celebrating the signing of the, you know, the Declaration of Independence or Independence from the British and, and, and you go and do this, you idiots. There are the, the things people are saying to them under this tweet and their other social media. I mean, it's like... I, I've never heard these kind of swears. There isn't. They have sparked off an anger in this country, the likes of which I've never seen. It's it's so. I don't know if it'll go this far, but the immediate social media reaction is is stronger than the Bud Light thing. Is it really way stronger? Oh well, good. I hope I hope people ban them then and so, stop using them. They'll always go to this on Twitter. They say you're getting ratioed. You know, they'll compare comments to likes because so, if you don't like it, you're not going to like it. But right. you comment on it to, to you know, scream Disagree, at Disagree, usually, yes. As of last check, there were just about 7,000 likes. There were, there were up to 24,500 comments now. Wow. You talk about getting ratioed. Oh, I, I hope they get ratioed right out of business. Is it Jerks. the new Bud Light, though? It would be nice to see. Well, the thing is, the Bud Light thing took a good, it was a good week. Before, like, the world heard about the it Bud did. Light thing with Dylan Mulvaney. It took people time to took, think about you know, it. They, they, have to, they have to hear it from, you know. And in many corporate settings, you don't hear it until, you know, you have lunch with somebody. And, oh, Sally told me at lunch, did you hear about the thing that such and such did? And that's what happens. It's yep. the word of mouth. And it takes about a week to a week and a half. Yep. So let's find out where, where dear old Ben and Jerry's is next Wednesday. Just going by the immediate reaction, because this came out yesterday, I... I I think there's a strong backlash. I really do. Well, good. And, and then people will start to look at what their corporate culture is all about and all the anti-American crap that they've been spouting for years. I mean, some horrific things. Yeah, they're not a nice guy. I, I, have, I haven't had Ben and Jerry's. Well, I was never a fan. But I, I, they did something was I was in high school. And I went, you got to be kidding me. You know, because it was a big deal. They were they were yeah. from, you know, New England. It was a New England, you know, creamery. They did this. They did that. They hired people locally. It was a big deal in New England. And then they did something really stupid. I can't remember what. And I was like, that's it. I'm, I will never eat your ice cream. And I've never had it since. 
Jerry Garcia. Remember Cherry Garcia was yeah. the big – do they still make that? Probably. I assume such because that was a big deal for them. And and that was it. Done. They moved to Haagen-Dazs. Far better ice cream. It, way better. I'm just done with them. I, I absolutely hate this company. I'm not big on boycotts. I despise this company. Well, you know I what? cannot stand Ben & Jerry's. Okay, you're a nice company. Good. Just sell what you make and stop getting into the political world. Yep. I, I hope it kills them. I really do. I'd love to see it Jerks. happen. Or we've got, uh, well, cocaine at the White House. <gasps> what? Uh, was Okay, the standard joke was, was Hunter there. Everybody's asking that. <laughs> so, And we've got, uh, we've got some more headlines to talk about, too. Coming up next, the South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. Well, I didn't expect this to happen. We come in from the holiday, long holiday weekend, which bled into Monday and Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Nobody... Got Powerball or Mega Millions. I thought one of them was going to get cleared It would have been nice, you know, and I thought it would be, well, actually, it would have been incensed because, you know, it would be somebody who was visiting Florida from, you know, Utah, bought a ticket, and then four months down the road, they're going to find it in their suitcase. Say, oh, oh, I forgot I, about that. I got that winning ticket, but nobody won Mega Millions last night, so we'll start with that. It's $427 million for Friday's drawing, but tonight's Powerball, $546 million. That's incredible. Wow. That's a lot. A lot of money. A lot of money. Figure you take home just over half of it. Oh, I deal with it. I, I don't I know could if I could live. Through. I'd have a hard time. I might have to borrow a couple of bucks, oh. Bill. Just saying. <laughs> right. Speaking of tourists, all over the place, I don't think we've ever come in on the first work day after the 4th of July weekend talking about so many shark attacks. I mean, there were a few last year. Nothing like this, though. Now, and and well, the irony of it is, it's all in New York. <laughs> I, was I like, know what's going on in New York. Actually, there were there was one in San. We'll start with locally, Santa Rosa County. Some woman there on the beach. She recorded the shark swimming like right up to the shore. It was facing it. It was chasing a fish, or a school of fish. When you see a school of fish, get out of the water because the odds are the reason they're swimming so fast is something bigger is trying to eat them. Right. So that's right. exactly what happened. But she was shocked. It came like almost up to the shoreline. It was like in an inch of water, this thing. And she filmed the whole thing, and it swam around her, and then, then it went back out to sea, thank goodness, and didn't bite anybody. But in New York, different story. It was like feeding frenzy off the, like, Fire Island. Yeah, it was crazy. A couple of kids got bit, unfortunately. They had to close down a bunch of different beaches, and it was packed, obviously. But one of the overhead drone shots that uh, local officials had there, they had the one, it was one pack of 50 sharks <gasps> just circling around. Can you people. imagine? No. You know, we, we will keep these beaches open, Sheriff. <laughs> it's like, oh, my God, it's Jaws all over again. And you're going to need a bigger boat. Close the darn beach. It was a 15-year-old girl, some wounds to her leg, bitten by something in the water on Long Island. It was just a few hours later, seven miles away in Kismet Beach, 15-year-old boy, both were 15, uh, was surfing and bitten by a shark in his left foot. Wow. You know, I, I always worry about surfers because, you know, they're sitting there and their feet are dangling and they're usually kicking. You know, and, and if you believe anything you ever see about sharks, they are attracted to motion. So it's like, okay, you just they're like, you know, little drumsticks waiting for them to take a nibble on. No, thank you. I, 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 I give surfers a lot of credit. I'd be petrified. I mean, we hear it. I, I don't think you still would have gotten the reports years ago, even before everybody had cell phone footage. You still would have had it. We didn't have drone footage there. You still would have had the reports of shark attacks, though. So it's 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 definitely an increase. Yeah, I think it's an increase because uh, again, more more people have phones. But at the same time, it, it's like it, before you didn't hear about it until like four or five days later. So you know you heard oh they, you know we'd be talking about this on Friday from something that happened on Monday because it would take that long for yeah. it to disseminate through the news cycle. 
but this is like instant now. You got people saying, oh, there's people getting eaten on the beach and, you know, near Fire Island. I'm like, oh, my gosh. That's crazy. And different kind of places, too. Yeah. Okay. I, it's, it's, I, it's, there's a problem, too, with these seals, the, the Seal Protection Act or whatever they have off the coast of Cape Cod and Martha's Vineyard and Nantucket. I, four separate videos of sharks just eating those seals, and they throw them up in the air, and then oh, they catch God. them. It's, really it's, like a, it's like a dog oh. with a ball. It's, it's terrible. And Poor everybody things. that's there says... Ever since they they overprotected the seals, and it's like a it's like a buffet for the sharks. Well, what about the sharks? They're not killing them either, you know. Yeah. Other than one of our listeners says those killer whales eat all those sharks per day. Yeah, they and scoop I, them up. And they say, and he when he sent us another email, and he said it went on to say that once there's a a, a killer whale spotted in an area, the sharks like avoid it. And he said in many areas they, they didn't come back for like two years. Yeah, I, I wouldn't come back either afraid of getting eaten. But he said they eat like eight eight sharks a day. But how big of a shark? I don't know. It might be little ones. I don't know. Those are like, you know, hors d'oeuvres. I was at the, the movies this weekend and they showed uh, the Meg, the Megadon 2 or whatever is Megalodon 2. Yeah. And I'm thinking, look at the size of the shark. <laughs> Can you imagine living in a time when one of those things was in the water? Oh, my God. No. I bet you there's still one out there. No, there is not. One that never really devolved. <laughs> no. They're out there. They're just deeper, Jen, waiting for yeah, you. Yeah, sure. <laughs> no. All right. It's terrible. We'll get to cocaine at the White House next during Rapid Fire. We, we ran out of time on this one, but it's there. And everybody thought the same thing. We were all thinking oh, it. And, and every, everybody said it out loud. Come on. It's Hunter's stash. All right. That and more <laughs> next. The Self-Loader Morning Show. Keep it here. Time for Jen and Bill's Rapid Fire on News Talk 850 WFTL. So much going on as you try to ease back into the work week. Jen's got the first one. Well, maybe you've been thinking about an electric vehicle instead of, you know, the gas-powered ones. Or maybe you're looking at a hybrid. Uh, I wanted to buy an electric car. Problem is the battery. So I don't get the distance. Yeah. You know, and I you get, have to drive home a yeah. solid thousand miles. Yeah, so I get <laughs> stuck like halfway into work and have to charge oh, no. somewhere along the line. But if this is indeed true, Toyota is about to change the life of electric vehicles. It says it's made a huge breakthrough in the battery technology for electric cars. The automaker says it has found a way it believes can give a car a range of, you ready? 745 miles on just a 10-minute charge. All right, there's a game changer right there. They say they plan to manufacture the new solid-state batteries as soon as 2027. I don't know why they got to wait all that time, but... So far, these types of batteries have been prohibited because they're expensive. But Toyota says they have a way to slash the cost, the size, and the weight of the battery. So, but if that's the case, it's a game changer, then I will look at a, an electric vehicle. That's massive. I think you're not alone. Yeah. And then they got to put up more charging stations. Well, it kind of reminds me of, like, you know, when plasma TVs came out. Remember how big and expensive those things used to be? It was a part of the furniture. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Building and trying to mount it on your wall, <laughs> and it costs like fifteen grand. And then it was time absurd. Goes, yeah. you know, time goes on. You can get a TV for seven hundred dollars, and plasma is out of date. So it's amazing how how far down that cost has come. Yeah, you're right. So maybe so it's true. the same. You know, it'll be interesting to see what's the reaction from Tesla. Oh, that's true. Who are true the innovators too. in this technology? Right. So if Toyota's beat them to it, yeah, it should be interesting to see. Huh. And does that not mean that Toyota owns the rights to this battery? Or this technology, 
So Toyota is going to make out on any electric vehicle that has the same kind of battery. I Elon guess they would. Elon will find a way. Step it up. Yes. He's probably telling his, his staff right now, get with it. He yeah. had said the long-term goal for Tesla was going to be hydrogen. Like battery-powered cars, is that's the short. That what we would consider the short term. The ultimate goal is hydrogen. I could see him doing that, saying just skipping the battery completely. Yeah. Oh, you have a new longer life battery? Well, guess what? We're not even using batteries anymore. <laughs> <Yeah>. Hydrogen, baby. <laughs> We're going back to gas. <laughs> Diesel. <laughs> It'll be more available. I fooled y'all. <laughs> Well, we all got this alert over the weekend. The Secret Service is investigating a suspicious substance found inside the White House. And I think we all got that and went, oh, that's not good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, you don't want that. You're thinking, like, what, ricin, some side of sort of bad yeah, powder? Yeah, really. No, have no fear. It's only cocaine. <laughs> wow. <clears throat> we say only <laughs> cocaine, but I mean, I don't know, security labs that way. They're going to test it more, Jen, just to make sure that, oh, okay, it is indeed cocaine. They know it's coke. Of course they do. They're just trying to feel it. And they're saying, oh, we're going to track down who brought it in. No, you're not. But I think it's funny how the entire... It's like sometimes the nation has one consciousness where we think as one people. And everybody at the same time thought, cocaine? Oh, it's got to be Hunter. Right. When was the last time he was there? (laughs) Well, you don't know because they don't put him on any visitor logs. No, no, He's not logged in or out. So you would never know. He could bring in like, you know, a whole truckload of coke. No one would know. And probably has. Might might as well. So that'll be the end of that story. (laughs) Yeah, it's the last time you'll see it. It really could be anybody though, with the disaster that goes on daily inside that White House. It could be it could be anybody who just says, "I can't take this. I need something." It could have been. It might have been one of the cartels walking through there. (laughs) They gave they gave him a a cupcake party. Who the hell knows? Who knows? (laughs) But it was probably Hunter. So anyway, I'm gonna first I'm gonna scare you guys, and then I'm gonna end with a feel good story. Okay. Did you know that there is a so-called gravity hole? What? He, he, in the building? No, well. Oh, okay. Oh, in our elevator? <laughs> Depends on where you go in the building. On 95. Oh, that's true, too. <laughs> Under the Indian Ocean. And scientists, I'm glad it's on the other side of the country. That's the world, true. Then. Okay. They have been perplexed by this. What could be causing such a thing? Is it's, it getting bigger? Well, this is a spot where Earth's gravity is at its weakest. Oh. So it kind of be like being in space. You'd go there and you'd start like... I going to say, you can float really well. Yeah, that's true. Right? I don't think it's getting bigger, but at least I hope not. They did say they might have figured out why and how it exists. They that's think where Godzilla lives. <laughs> I could see that, yes. <laughs> Was it Center Earth? <laughs> yeah, remember? Middle they had Earth? to go to the Middle Earth. That's right. They said that it might have been formed from the remnants of an ancient sea. That was in the Indian Ocean, and maybe it expanded and all this different stuff. Is it just is it a, just a zone that they call a hole, or is it an actual hole like they're losing water? It's an actual like zone within the Indian Ocean, where they say that uh, I guess an ancient sea that sank millions of years ago. I don't know how a sea sinks. Well, it might be different consistency, like a different buoyancy. That could be, but they're saying because of that, this zone which they call a gravity hole. Might have been caused by this ancient sea that uh, fell to the depths of the Indian Ocean. So it's like in the middle of the ocean. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So How you don't weird sink. Is that, though? So if you're diving down, you don't sink anymore. You don't sink, right? Huh? I bet you it's just a lot of salt. It must be, right? That's stuck yeah. down there. It's gotta be. It's an underlayer. How weird is that, though? That's pretty weird. It's very odd. <laughs> I don't. I don't ever plan to go swimming into the Indian Ocean anytime soon. <laughs> hey, well, you know what? We got. <laughs> 
<laughs> Imagine, hey guys, where are we going for summer vacation? We're going to the gravity hole. Let's go. <laughs> Is that in uh, Orlando? No, no. We're going under the Indian Ocean. All right, we're going. <laughs> we're going food next. What kind of Ooh. food? Drink. Next Tuesday. Do you guys know what day next Tuesday is? July 11th. And what does happen on 7 oh, 11 day? It is not called 7 11 day anymore, however. It is called Slurpee Day. Really? Why? Because 7 Eleven has expanded. They have other stores besides 7 Elevens. Oh. They also own, which I never knew, Speedway gas stations. They do? Yes. Oh, wow. I didn't know they were. And them. Stripes. I don't know what Stripes is. Uh-huh. Maybe other parts of the country. But we will celebrate. The nation's 96th birthday of 7-Eleven. Wow. So, or Slurpee Day. And now, and the reason I bring this up is 7-Eleven and the Slurpee places have new Slurpees. There's the Summertime Citrus, which is a sweet tart blend of mandarin orange and ruby red grapefruit. Oh, okay. They're trying to make them healthy. <laughs> Sprite Lemonade, Ooh. not so healthy. Uh, Sprite's classic <laughs> lemon lime flavor with a splash of lemonade and strawberry. That sounds good, though. I have actually made that drink myself. Really? Yes. How did it come out? Good. You put Delicious. vodka in it, though. Well, <laughs> depends and on the then day. There's the hibiscus lemonade. It's classic lemonade with tart and earthy hibiscus flavors. Oh, earthy. Yeah, so see, they're trying to get healthy. What are they doing here with Slurpees? Slurpees. They're describing them like red wine or like yeah, well, you know, craft try, beer. They're no, trying so to make them healthy. With? Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, I'm, getting notes, I'm getting notes of rosé. Uh, it's, it's earthy. It's nutty. <laughs> uh, have you ever been Come to on. a Have you recently been to a 7-Eleven? I was uh, in one no. this weekend, and there were 20 people in front of me in line, and they all ordered food. Really? They have like little Mexican things and, and tacos and wow. are, it's and, a tough economy, Jen. You no, know, and <laughs> hot dogs on a little roller thing, and I'm like, you people eat this food? Mom, Dad, where are we going for dinner? Seven <laughs> Eleven. Let's go. I was just kind of shocked that that many people eat at Seven Eleven. I guess they stepped up their game. Yeah, I got a little addition to your story. Uh, speaking of the Slurpee, the the competitive food eating Slurpee record time, a 22 ounce sports Slurpee. No. Was downed in nine seconds. Oh, my God. That's the my all-time record. Some guy named Patrick Bertoletti. This happened in <laughs> April 15, 2010. I can almost wow. say, I, I'm with you, Jen. Oh, like, my I feel head that. I is a brain freeze. freeze. Yes. Oh, God. I We've can always feel called it right those now. like ice cream headaches, no oh. matter what it is that's cold. Oh. And you're supposed to hit the roof of your mouth with your tongue to get rid of it. That works really? like ha- I have to use my thumb. It only works mm. like half the time. Yeah. Uh, wonder why. Or do it with your tongue. I don't know. So they say. I think it's just because your brain concentrates on you pressing your thumb against the Maybe. top of your mouth. Gosh, those things hurt, though. Oh, oh that's a pain. But it oh. feels so good when it goes away. Yes, you're right, the relief. <laughs> well, I wonder why that happens. It's the same thing I feel every time you two walk out of the room. Yeah, well, I really. guess it's a four-hour brain freeze that you have. <laughs> it was like hell when you went through it, but when they leave, it feels yeah, good. It that's, that's true. <laughs> Nearly a billion dollars up for grabs. Two nationwide lotteries this week. I'm, we're just shocked. I, I thought somebody was going to win one of these, but no. No winner in Tuesday's Mega Millions, so the jackpot rolls to Friday's drawing, $427 million. But tonight's the night, Powerball, $546 million. Bucks. Wow. Nobody has won since April. Well, you know, at least it gets a shot for one of us to go out and buy a ticket, and not some guy from, like, Utah who bought True. it at 7-Eleven and then forgets it in his luggage. I, I didn't keep up with this over the long break, I and I was like, ooh, I'm going to pass by my billboard. And there it was, both jackpots still there. I bought a, uh, I bought a grouper. On Saturday morning at a foreign Publix, an Orlando Publix. Uh oh. Oh, see, those oh, are going to be the story. Yeah, you were going to be the story. Oh, Just I, visiting. I had high hopes. I know. Nothing. You, gotta, you have yeah. to create a story. I don't even get one number. It's like really depressing. I know. I'm with you. 
So here's my feel-good story to end it. I said it was going to have a feel-good story for you. A woman named Josephine Wright. She has a home in Hilton Head, South Carolina. I, we were we talking about Hilton Head yeah. with the alligator. alligator. This one get eaten by an alligator no. too. She's not the lady that got munched on. Is she's she? not the alligator. Woman. <laughs> okay, <laughs> this is a feel-good story. Okay, she, she's had this house in her family since the Civil War. Wow! But now they're talking about it might be taken away from her. There's a property battle, you know, money, everything like that, and it's 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 a bungalow. They call it a bungalow. Okay. Well, now, Jen, one of your favorites, Tyler Perry, uh. Medea himself has stepped in. And he's trying to help her pay for anything that needs to be done to make sure that the bungalow stays in her name or her family's name. It's been in their family for over 150 years. So now it's Tyler Perry's bungalow civil war house. That's right. There you go. (laughs) Tyler Perry's civil war house. That's what it's going to be. Come on. He owns his own network now. Didn't he buy BET? Didn't we just have that story? Yeah, that's right. He He bought it. So now he's going to have his own housing development. He's going to be like, remember Red Buttons in Century Villages? He's going to be the Tyler Berry <laughs> communities. Rick Buttons. <laughs> I'm sorry. He puts his, name on, every, he puts his name on everything, too. He, he labels does. everything. He's even got like a new, there's some kind of TV series. It's Tyler Perry's blah, blah, blah. I'm Boy, like, wow. you talk talking about a guy who's come a long way. I love that, man. That's good, though, if he can help her. It is good. I'm glad he's doing stuff she, like yeah. that with his money. He's a billionaire. He is. So good for Josephine Wright. Good for him. Do they give yeah. him crap for being successful, by the way? Uh, I've never not. heard anybody attack Tyler Perry for being successful. I don't think so. The ladies on The View haven't. As far as I know, they love him. Oh, yes. Because he's afraid he'll buy him. Tyler Perry's The View. That's right. Whoopi <laughs> <laughs> Goldberg's going to have a shirt that says Tyler Perry's. Yeah. <laughs> uh, in a different South Carolina story, that poor lady that got eaten by a gator. <gasps> oh, God, that's terrible. And, but it was right near... Another gator story we talked about a week ago. Same place? They, sh- they think it's the same gator. Oh, my gosh. And we found the worst person on earth to be on a plane with. Oh, <laughs> She's screaming about people that aren't real. I would, oh, what what did the person look like? Did you see the person? Wait till you hear this voice. <laughs> it's coming up next. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. We all want to get home. We all have somewhere to be. And it's a lot smoother and a lot more pleasant in the cabin when things are on time. Well, I'd have to agree. Well, they, they, that flight projections turned out to be right. Record amount of people traveling. But today is the day they say they're coming home. And that was a uh, spokesperson from the National Association of Flight Attendants. Mm. And Did they're you saying, see? please don't yell at us. Yeah, it's not our fault. Now they're blaming the Canadian smoke for delays. I'm like, okay. okay. Now we, you're getting a little ridiculous. Okay, we've got weather, smoke, uh-huh. uh, lack of flight attendants, lack, lack of pilots. And lack of uh, air traffic controllers. Okay. So... Uh, but I want to know, okay, so if I were in Newport right now, okay, lounging on, you know, Second Beach, hanging out, drinking my Mai Tais on the water, and I had a plane, I would be calling up going, hey, they canceled my flight. And, and, I the, would. and tomorrow, yeah. they canceled my flight. Well, if they cheat two days of your start of your vacation from you, <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. I get it. There you go. So I, I can understand. I got a feeling a lot of people aren't coming back. There might be some, might be a lot less people in the office today. Where are my employees? Have, no. have you seen anybody here, by the way? Uh, I haven't seen one person yet walk in. I've not seen an influx of... You've beat the crowd, let me put it that way. <laughs> but if you are on a plane, the exact kind of person you don't want to sit next to is this lady. Epic, epic meltdown. One of the best ever on an American Airlines flight saying that another passenger was not real. 
when she yeah. was heading right towards the exit. She, she well, at least she willingly gets up and leaves. She's crazy. This woman is. It's, I don't know what she was eating. Maybe she was on mushrooms. Who the hell knows? But I want to know what the person looked like that she was sitting next to. <laughs> That's what I want to know. So it's that classic thing in the video: is everybody like ignoring her, putting their head down until she says, "He's not real." And everybody, <laughs> everybody on this plane turns back to see what she's talking about. Sadly. Passengers, they were going to die with them if they stayed on the flight. Yeah, so she was a little bit nutty. Here's uh, the voice is what gets you. I'm telling you, I'm getting the f off, and there's a reason why I'm getting off at everyone. Oh, they God. either believe it or they cannot believe it, but I am telling you oh. right now. Oh, that's rough. Wow. Well, here's the good part. Oh, that back there is not real. And now everybody... <laughs> it's not real. And their seats go, wait a minute, hold on a second. They all look down the aisle, because she was sitting originally way back there. Yeah. Needless to say and that... you can sit on this plane, and you can die with them or not. I'm not going to. And wow. everybody said, no one wanted to interrupt her, because she's heading out. Yes. So perfect, get her off. <laughs> They took her off the plane. That guy's not real. <laughs> that guy right there. He's an alien. I was like, holy cow. It's, it's, she, she, I, how do these things, you know what? You think these people plan this crap or they're just really just cra that many crazy people in this world? No, she's nuts. They, she's nuts. They, they, let's not forget, they, they, uh, they opened up the loony bins. Wow. And they haven't quite gotten them all back <laughs> since COVID. Jeez. Just saying. It's like, that's really tough. We're going to do a little check on Ben and Jerry's, oh. see how the uh, ratio is going. It's still top trending on social media. Is this the new Bud Light? Should be. I hope they go down in flames. Do you think Sorry. they will? Mm, yeah, it's going to take a while. All right. Give them a couple of days. All right. We'll check on that. Some other headlines, too. It's all next. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. It's the South Florida Morning Show with Jennifer Ross and Bill Adams on News Talk 850 WFTL. What a roller coaster emotionally. They told us it was canceled. We weren't sure we were going to eat today. Everybody got messed up, and it affected me, but uh, I feel great. I'm just happy. Uh, it's 4th of July, and I got to eat some hot dogs and get a win. I got leftover room, so I'll be having some beers later. Rain delay? I think not. He wasn't going to have it. In fact, that really actually happened. Joey Chestnut won once again the Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest. They were going to cancel it, and he said no. Is that why he only ate 62? said he was messed up. Oh, okay. <laughs> the delay screwed him up. Is that screwed it? them all up. But did you hear it, the end there? He goes, I still got room. I'm going to have some beers later. I'm like, oh my God. How he do was, you eat after that? <laughs> I wouldn't eat for anything. a year. I know. It's like, oh. I guess the key is to keep eating, though. Is that it? I, I don't know. But this is the moment. This is the moment he won. With 62 hot dogs and buns in 10 minutes <laughs> for his 16th win, I give you the number one ranked eater in the world. Joey Chestnut! I have one question. I got lots of questions What about does this guy. the mustard belt look like? Because that's what he wins. Plus $10,000. Nice but. looking belt. Looks like a wrestling belt. Okay. I don't so know. It's very that. nice. By the way, the woman is from Port Ritchie. Ah. Uh, Mickey Sudo, she ate, she, I got all of this, he ate 62. Uh, she gulped down 39 and a half. Wow. And she won. Her fiance is another eater. He came in fourth. On the guy's side. She had to drop out last year because she was pregnant. Really? So she's had a baby in the meantime. Oh, wow. Well, eating <laughs> that many hot dogs like having a baby. Come on. Well, she should have competed last year with the baby because she'd eat <laughs> 60 and the baby would be like, <laughs> like 10. 
What is she carrying he an comes alien? out of the room and just starts chewing up. <laughs> <laughs> You've been watching too many of those Twilight films. My God. It's, it's become an amazing... This wasn't even his most amazing feat where he forced the thing to happen. He said, did you see that walk? Yeah, he looked mad. Tent. He's like, he's storming. I was like, get it done! Well, he and was really ticked off. Last year, he was attacked, you might remember. We were talking oh, about that's this. right. In the middle of his competition... He fought off the attacker, went back to eating, and he still won. That's amazing. And this he, guy's incredible. I, I, who was it? Does it say what the second person ate? If he ate 62 oh, hot dogs? I don't know what was the drop-off was. Place? I'm not too know? sure. I don't you know, know. Was it like 45? <laughs> you know, does he like just smoke the competition? Wasn't close to that, though. Man. That's, yeah. But, I mean, how do you, how do you eat... See, my problem is I couldn't get over the consistency of actually because they dip the the bun in water. Yeah, yeah. and then they sw- he like literally swallows the thing whole. Jen, yes, dear. You I've, looked up the answer for I me. I found your answer. Thank you, dear. Joey Chestnut, we know one with sixty-two hot dogs and buns eaten. In second place, from also the United States, yeah, first and second baby. Jeffrey Esper had 49 hot dogs and Look buns. Look how far ahead he is. Yeah. 13. And that was a slow day for Joey Chestnut, like you were saying. His record was, what, wow. 76 or something like that? 77? Let me read up this, because I have been fascinated. All morning long, I've been on the MLE website. This Good. is Major League Eating. It's, this is phenomenal. You have to check this out. <laughs> yeah. So this Jeffrey Esper guy, <laughs> let me look up at him. And they have the stats. They call it the bib sheet. Oh, my God. He's uh, 48, Oxford Mass. He weighs 195. His big thing, though, he is not favored in the hot dog eating competitions. His thing is pizza. Oh, my God. He ate, i got to look this up for a second, uh, 83 slices of John's Incredible Pizza in 10 minutes. Come on. That's his record. eat 83, sli- 83 slices? He is, by the way, the Hooters Wings champion. He ate 281 oh wings, God. Hooters wings, what? in 10 minutes. 281 Hooters wings. And by the way, those are those incredibly breaded ones. In 10 minutes. They don't have bones in them? Yeah. No, they yeah, do? Yeah, so they got the thick bread over Okay, them. so you got to get through. And how do they know if it's, I guess. I have so many questions yeah, on that. Man. Is it just wings? Is it, is it drumsticks? Is it is he pulling apart th- the I wings? Think it's, so I think it's just like they would serve you. I think it's... He just probably does that technique mix. where he strips them. Yeah. I had a friend in college who would do that. He would take... Uh, gone. There would be no meat left on the bone. Really? Amazing to see. Wow. He now, should, wow. Do you have any dipping sauces? <laughs> you know, do you have any ranch or blue cheese? But that would These fill you up. People are eating 286 wings in 10 minutes. 281 wings. That's absurd. Get this. This, this Jeffrey Esper guy in second place, he won his third straight strawberry shortcake eating record. <sighs> He downed 21 pounds of oh. it in eight minutes. Oh, my, <laughs> oh my God. That's 21 added pounds to your body. Oh, my like God. Like before you digest it. How does, how does a human body even accomplish <laughs> something like that? I don't know. He must I look like know. he's pregnant when he's done. Oh, my gosh. He's <laughs> like eating a baby. My God. I thought God. it was full yesterday after the barbecue for the 4th of July, and this guy's eating 21 pounds of strawberry shortcake. <laughs> Oh my God! How'd they do this. You got there's all kinds of records. So the asparagus asparagus record. You want to hear that one? Oh, that's kind of sure. scary. Uh, it was set in 2014. Twelve pounds. Uh, deep pounds. deep fried asparagus in oh. ten minutes. Oh, that's too much asparagus. Deep fried too. What would be the God. what would be the toughest? How about apple pie? Very filling. Uh, yeah. No, this doesn't sound right. Oh, oh, no. oh I, I thought it was 4,000. 4.375, oh. because they're going to measure it. So almost five 
three-pound apple pies in eight oh. minutes. That was, uh, oh my God, Joey Chestnut. How do you like that? Look in up. 2013. He look has up that at record? The, look up at the monitor. Oh, Just Joey Chestnut's on the Joey Today Show Chestnuts with his mustard belt. Show with the, and, and Mickey Sucos. Yes. Sucuto, whatever they got both is. champions That's there. a nice belt. Go. It's very yellow. It is. It is makes it is oh, there's yellow. a girl that had the, there's the baby. The now baby is a mohawk. Uh, well, he looks like its father. <laughs> so everything we were just talking about, oh they God. have them all on the, on the Today Show right now. Oh, look at the it. female they champion. Meet, she's they there with her baby. Corn dogs. Fantastic. Oh, great. Oh. You didn't. You missed the biggest one though. What? The key pie, the key lime pie eating champion out of Key West. It's got to be an Ernest Hemingway lookalike. <laughs> now, <laughs> thirty eight yeah. year old Joshua Mogul from Altoona, Iowa. Wow. He's a tire manufacturing manager. He consumed. A nine-inch pie smothered with whipped cream. You can't use your hands. Those are the rules. Oh. In, Bill says he could beat this. Three minutes, 35 seconds. Yeah. Oh, come on. You know I how think, hard I it is Bill to eat a... Does the, the thing is, do they, do they anchor down the pie dish? Because if it's in an <laughs> aluminum... So. a challenge. If it's an aluminum thing, you know, things going all yeah, over the place. So that's, that's where the, the, the I, challenge I, comes in. I'm sorry. I don't think that's a Major League Eating sanctioned event. Oh, okay, I, sorry. I, I don't accept it. <laughs> sorry. I don't accept that now that I'm into this. <laughs> I feel like I'm a fan now. I think How, I'm in. I need I, a okay, shirt. Joey yeah. Chestnut won ten grand for this. How much money does really? this guy make in a year from eating? I guess... Multiple the, categories. I don't know. Right. I mean, you're right. You do all those different competitions depending on the money. I mean, the hot dogs is the and, biggest and, one. And how high do you have to get to get into the money? Fourth place? Well, he's also got some different, um, you know, endorsements and things like that. He probably makes six figures a year. Is Pepto Bismol like one of his sponsors? <laughs> yeah, it should, <laughs> it should be. be. That's right. You know, it yeah. should be. Uh, but I mean, or like in this case, he gets the mustard belt. All right, Jen. You see what you made me do now? Now I'm falling down a rabbit hole. I have oh, to look I'm up the sorry. network of Joey Chestnut. The next, well, the next big event is the Great Midwest Rib Fest Championship. Yeah. Okay, That's do they, the 29th. Do they but they then on the 30th is the Padrino Foods World Tamale Eating Championship. Oh, wow. Not hot tamales. Tamales. I don't they, think they can't so. be. It would hurt them. Uh, on the on the ribs, do they just strip the bone? You know, they put the bone in their mouth and, you know, strip got it. got to, right? right? And they measure that one by pounds. Oh, my God. I got. I have to have barbecue sauce. I cannot eat ribs without barbecue sauce. Well, so, aren't ribs usually made with normally? Barbecue stuff but I on? get like extra on the side. The record for baby back ribs, yeah, is five point two four pounds of ribs in eight minutes. Oh God, that's How a many lot. Rack Twenty eleven. That's oh. a lot of ribs. I struggle so is, with a full rack on my own. <laughs> I, <know>. I mean, <laughs> and it takes me twenty minutes to eat that. Twenty. Oh it takes gosh. me a day. By the way, yes. you're not going to believe this. This is a lot more than I thought. Joey Chestnut's net worth, which this is what this is what happened. I filled out a rabbit hole. Is around four million dollars. What? Yeah, but he's been doing this a long time. For competitive so. eating. How about that? He's a millionaire. I think he does yeah. like radio station appearances and stuff. He must, right? He, 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 we interviewed him and he did the two chase thing. Did you? The roast beef eating kind. Yeah, I was in front. I was in the front. Actually, I sat. I was like to his right behind him to the left. It was not a good place to be. No. Behind the stage. Just telling you. Yeah, that's uh, you it's get a disgusting thing to watch. I saw the sweet corn eating one once out oh there, and uh, God, yeah, it might have been at the fairgrounds. Off the cob. Yeah, it's, it's it was gross. It was oh. like uh, oh. uh, it was it was gross. There was corn kernels flying all over yeah. the place. A lot of corn juice it re- flying. It really is disgusting. But now it that is. they have it, let's embrace it. Yeah, I mean, okay. and this is his time. This is the one time a year where we get to talk about Joey Chestnut. 
364 yeah. days out of the well, year. Nothing well, until he up. wins the hot tamale contest yeah. in a couple of weeks. Now that I know about the league, I think we're going to talk about this more. You know what? Bill's going to get shirts next. Yeah. Friday football picks are off for the fall. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to make our professional eating picks. What do you got in the chili dog eating contest? <laughs> you, you can bet on this, right? I'm sure you can. I'm sure you can. There you was, can bet on everything. There was yesterday an over-under. And if you, if you went under our Joey Chestnut, you would have won. The over-under was 76. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's what his, well, his seven, was it 72 was his? Somewhere most, in there, yeah. yeah. So I love this, too. At the top of, of the page, Major League Eating is a proud supporter of Feeding America. <laughs> well, that's nice of them. It is nice, I guess. It is. His record is 76, so that's why it was over under 76. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's his record. 2021. I See, maybe this. he would have done it. Did they, have they, what did he do in 22? Did he win? Uh, when did he get choked? He got choked year. last year. So. Last year. He hasn't lost in like 15 or 16 years. 16 years, eight, right? This was his eighth straight win. But it's his 16th title. When did he lose? I don't know. Must have been the Kobayashi era. What yeah, happened to him? Maybe. Is he retired? I don't know. I think he just does his own thing. Because that was his competitor. Right. That, was his, that was his rival. That's right. That was his magic to his bird. Joey Chestnut brought back the title. Kobayashi <laughs> was, was uh, unbeatable. <laughs> A great American hero, Joey Chestnut. He is, though. Yes. Amazing. Here's Kobe something you shouldn't Ashi. eat. Do not, do not eat Ben and Jerry's ice cream. We're gonna get a check on mm-hmm. see if they, a boycott is is bubbling on this one. Okay. I think I actually think it should be. I can't stand that company. By the way, I think we should mark this because we got to spend an entire segment on Joey Chestnut and Major League Eating. Should do it again. I love it. Tomorrow. <laughs> Good. <laughs> no. <Should> call him up. <laughs> no. Starting the nine o'clock hour, we'll be dedicated. That's right. To Major League Eating. Why are people, why is America mad at Ben and Jerry's? We'll get into that, too, coming up next. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. The South Florida Morning Show. Welcome back. It's a long weekend. If you're coming back to work today, there's Jen, there's Diener. I'm Bill. I know. Feels like a Monday, but it's Wednesday. Uh, still some flights screwed up, apparently, says the Association of Flight Attendants. They would know. Yeah, well, a lot of them had a bit. Remember, United was offering them triple pay to come to work. Unbelievable. And they, they're saying once again, like TSA said, please don't yell at us. Not our fault. It's not our fault, please. Well, it's it's bad management, or yeah. in in the case of the FAA, they didn't have enough air traffic controllers. Right. One so thing's what do they for do? sure: they shut down the airport because there's no air traffic controllers. I don't know. That's a scary situation, though. One thing we know for sure, though, is that uh, the projections for traveling met that and more. Yeah. It was just as much as they thought it would be. They uh, had already canceled some flights as of this morning, by the way. Now they're mm. blaming the weather and the smoke from the fires in Canada. Blame Canada. So we can blame them for part of it. So uh, we should. if you have employees not coming back to work, they're probably stuck somewhere. So uh, let them have a couple of days off and <laughs> yeah. make it like, you know, an eight-day, nine-day vacation. Where is everybody? Uh, they're gone. All right. Well, uh, checking in on this, the Ben and Jerry backlash, and it is rightfully deserved because of what they, what they released on their Twitter account. 9 a.m. on July 4th, America's holiday, America's birthday. Uh, they released this tweet. This 4th of July, it's high time we recognize the U.S. exists on stolen indigenous land and commit to returning it. Oh. Learn more and take action now. And then they post a link of some sort of commie site. I don't know when they want you to do something. But posted on it was an image, too, that said that, and this 4th of July, let's commit to returning it. Okay. Now, they're not committing to anything. They just want you oh, of course. to get all involved. They so are now. They're not going to give their plant away in Vermont. Is that where it is, Maine? Where is it? No. No. Okay. They're now up to twenty-seven and a half thousand comments. 
and 7,000 likes. Mm-hmm. Now, in the social media game, this is called getting ratioed, because when you have way more comments than likes, it means people are blasting you. And some of the comments I've seen on this, holy God. <laughs> I mean, people are like, there's way angrier, because this is a direct shot, way angrier than the Bud Light thing. Bud Light thing was just like, all right, enough, I'm done with you. It was like a comical kind of well, thing Well, this that, is, that you know, grew. you're attacking the, uh, Americans. You're attacking America. Come on. And you do it on the, the birth date, or the signing of the Declaration of Independence and the independence from the Brits. Right. Come on. Uh, is it convenient that Ben & Jerry's is owned by a British company? Oh, yeah. Perfect. You know? Do that in our holiday. Sure. Yeah, good. Good for you. Go back and enjoy the king. Yeah. Leave us alone. Best, comments, problems. best comment so far that's getting the most uh, reactions is from a commenter called Ashley St. Clair. Uh-huh. She responded to them, you stole the milk from cows to make your ice cream. Checkmate. <laughs> <laughs> I like that one. This is good, though, too. So apparently, Ben & Jerry's corporate office is in South Burlington, Vermont. It is home of the Abernathy people, indigenous. Okay. There are 3,200 of them still residing in the area. Hey Ben and Jerry's, give them your land. Give them their land back. Oh, good. And yeah, and all your manufacturing plant and all your cows and everything else you have. You the, took the land from them. These corporate communists are sacrificing nothing. No, absolutely nothing. They're just hypocritical butts. What What was that saying you used to say? It's good for thee, but not for me. That's them. That's uh-huh. them to a T. There you go. They've always been divisive. They've always yeah. done this. They've always been on the wrong side of everything. They're just awful. It's yeah, they're an not awful, nice people. awful company, and I hope they do backlash. I well, really hope so. We can only hope. You know what? It's, give it time, though, because it took the Bud Light thing uh, probably a good week before, like, the average person heard about it. You know, we live on social media, and it's our job to stay abreast of what's going on in the world. But there's a lot of people. I can tell you this. I, I totally disconnected the past five days. I couldn't have told you what was going on in the world until yesterday afternoon. Yeah. It was like, okay, I disconnect because it, it's going to destroy my week. So, and a lot of people live like that on a daily basis. They don't follow the news. It's like, you know, to us, it's, it's, it's a job, it's life. But to them, it's like, eh. They know about it now, though. Here was their previous tweet, by the way, before this happened. Okay. This is what they tweeted five days ago. Today's SCOTUS ruling against affirmative action gutted a crucial tool in the fight against white supremacy. Oh, my God. You're an ice cream company. Sell your ice cream. I despise them. I always have. And I just, I, I'm not big on boycotts. I just, it's the, I think it's the one thing I don't allow in my house. I despise them. What was that story you told earlier? Somebody came Some to your family house? part. Somebody <laughs> brought a pint of it. And I, I literally, I took it and I threw it in the lake. It made me feel good. Did it? It made me feel good. Made the fish Here, happy, too. Feed the fish, but get the hell out of my house. <laughs> I, I I liken them to Rolling Stone magazine. Remember when Rolling Stone put that creepy yep. creeper on the front cover? Bomber number two. Yeah. Uh, no. And, I, they, I, and they dolled him up to make him look like a rock star. Yeah. So, no. I, it, it's it's the same kind of mindset. And like, I, stop and, it. And I totally get the argument for the indigenous people and what happened and this and that. But it's, it's, it's their timing of it. It's what they do. It's how they divide. And, again, the hypocrisy is they sacrifice nothing. Yeah, they want you to give everything away, but not me. And they're so brave. And even though even if they're not involved day to day anymore, it's their culture. It's their company culture. They've always been like this. They're corporate communists. But they only came out that way. When it was safe for them to do so. Right. They've, when they were already multi-multi-millionaires. They do nothing. It's, uh, yeah, they, well, they made billions, I'm sure, when they sold the company. But I got a feeling they, they still sit on the board and they probably have a lot of influence on what happens at that oh, company. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I would assume as such.
Not I've never I've never been a big Ben and Jerry's fan, so it will never. It, I will join you, Bill, in your boycott. It will never, you know, pass my door frame into my home. I despise them. Some he, of these comments are amazing, though. <laughs> they really are, and it's still top trending. I don't think it's number one anymore as people get to work, but it's still. I think there will be a backlash on this. I hope. Well, I hope so. You know, but look at how long it took the Dylan Mulvaney thing—a a good week before the the average person, you know, you know, like the this the, the moms who are running around with their kids from camp to camp right now—they don't pay attention to this stuff. They hear it when they have uh, they can get away from their kids for 10 minutes and they get to talk to a girlfriend who says, hey, by the way, did you hear? No, tell me about it. You know, that's how the Dylan Mulvaney thing did. I I, I can remember talking to my sister-in-law about the Dylan Mulvaney thing and her comment was, who's Dylan Mulvaney? I was like, "Okay, well, let's let's back up a little bit here. And that was probably five days after the event. So give it time. Word of mouth. Give it a week. And they're going to go down in flames, I hope. And they should. They uh, have announced support for the land back movement. Okay. But restoring the rights and freedoms of the indigenous people. But again, it has nothing to do with them, but they sacrifice nothing. They just want everything else to be torn apart. Yeah, they want you to give everything away, but not them. Well, they should start and say, hey, we're giving our factory back. Why are they? Here's a company comment, because it's about dismantling white supremacy. Oh. Okay. Okay. Whatever you say. You're a horrific ice cream company full of corporate communists. And fat. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm sorry. All right, see what else we cut up with. We got uh, rapid fire for the third time today, last time today, coming up next. We'll inform you what's going on if you stayed out of touch like Jen says she did over the holiday, and I think a lot of us did. I and did. that's good. You kind of got to disconnect every now and then. You need that. It's coming yeah. up next, the South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. Time for Jen and Bill's Rapid Fire on News Talk 850 WFTL. It's that time to catch you up. Good day for it, too, because a lot of us tuned out over the long holiday weekend. So what's going on, Jen? Well, they call this Francis Francis George Floyd moment. Uh, It all started with the shooting of a 17-year-old boy of Algerian and Moroccan descent, identified only as Nahel M. He was shot and killed last week by a police officer as he was attempting to flee a traffic stop. It happened in a Paris suburb. Since then... Rioters across French cities have attacked hundreds of cars. Buildings have been set on fire. Uh, Schools, city halls, police stations all attacked. As of yesterday, they have robbed 200 stores, destroyed 200 bank branches, and 250 small corner shops. And the rioting continues. And where was Macron? Anybody want to know? Well, I went to he? a concert on uh, Thursday yep. night. I went to That's a concert. Nice. Uh, I heard he was headed to Wimbledon to go watch the tennis matches. Uh, he could give a crap about his country. That's they nice. should run that creep out of town, but from, that's besides the point. From what I saw, I mean, it was bad, bad. This isn't just, you know, when they have... There's a lot of, like, protests and riots, like, naturally in Paris. It's just kind of what they do. Like, when they raise the retirement age, like, right. they, they, they protested. This is a completely, completely different animal. And I have never yeah. seen in my lifetime a country completely shut down their social media. They've been shut down for the past two days. Right. So they, you know, so, saying, so no more organization can happen. Right. That's because what this thing went into the suburbs. Oh, it's, it's, well, it started in the suburbs and it moved to the city. Now it's back in the suburbs because it happened in the suburbs. That's where the kid was shot. But these people are totally out of control. It's and they're not really stopping. They, they said last night's crowd was a little bit less than what the rioters have been in the past. So maybe shutting down social media was the answer. But uh, I can't imagine this is going to stop. There are a lot of attacks in this one on, on citizens. Yeah. And and that Marie Le Pen, remember she was running for, she, they were calling her the French Trump. Oh, that's right. Because she yes, wanted yes. to secure the border. They've had un, 
mitigated immigration, wide open borders for years. And this is the result of it. She said, this is the result of what you had. Because the element you brought in here is they have no respect for French law. They don't care about it. They, they don't care about the French people. They, yeah. they hate us and they came here. And she says, I warned you. Yep, she it's did. It's a bad, bad situation. It's uh, not the time to go visit Paris, unfortunately. Yeah, that would be rough. I imagine would... how many people in the summer, too, have yeah. vacation plans. Well, they get the Olympics coming up. When are the Olympics starting? Oh, yeah, it's uh, what, next year. Oh, it's next ne- year. Yeah. Okay. Next August. I thought it was this August. Okay, my mistake. It'd be ugly if it were this August. Oof. They oh, might still, have to cancel it. They got to get this under control. Unbelievable. Well, in better news, Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny appears to be keeping up with project- projections, what they wanted to do. Maybe not a blockbuster yet, but it did win the opening weekend. Here's the news story. Jen saw it. <laughs> <laughs> we've never, I don't think we've ever talked about a box office opening and we say, Jen, what's the review? Uh, I my, re- my advice would be wait till it comes to TV. It's okay. Ooh, and boy, I, love, I love Harrison Ford. But Phoebe Waller-Bridge, who plays his goddaughter in the film, stole the show. It, it, they, they set it up so she'll be the next Indiana Jones. That's what they're trying to do. Because she was, without a doubt, the star, and Harrison Ford was the co-star. That's not what you want. No, that's not what you want. You want to see Harrison Ford kicking butt and jumping out of everything and taking names. He does to some extent, but I mean, he's old. That's not and what they the make- studio wants, is people talking about the co-star and not the star. And she she definitely stole the show. And the little kid was really good, too. There's a kid in there, too. I guess I'll be the judge of that, Jen. All right, go ahead. Go waste your money. You going to go? That's all right. You going to see it in theater? I do want to see it in theater. I do. The question is, will we? (laughs) I got to tell you, I'm I'm more excited about, uh, and I think it's so funny they're both coming out at the same time, Oppenheimer slash Barbie weekend. (laughs) You talk about a different polarity. It's Here's amazing. the guy that built the bomb, and here he have Barbie. Yeah, <laughs> and they say Barbie's going to beat it two to one. It probably will. I mean, it's you know, it's uh, yeah, a no brainer. Who, well, who wants to go? You know, you go to the movies to escape, not to get depressed. No offense. Well, I don't want to go watch a movie about the atomic bomb. I'm fascinated by that though. But yeah, Barbie well, looks. I think it's going to be huge. Oh, I, I think it's going to. The way that maybe. They're, sh- they're shaping this up because that all the commercials are like, "This is for a movie." If you hate Barbie. I, I like it. It looks funny. There's, there's, there's one yeah. trailer with Oppenheimer where Matt Damon plays one of like the big generals who's there with Oppenheimer and everything yeah. in charge of the secret, secret program. And he's talking to Oppenheimer. He says, so you're telling me there's a chance that when we press this button, we destroy the world. <laughs> and Oppenheimer, who's played by uh, Killian Murphy, goes, only a percentage. Yeah. He's like... What do you mean just a percentage? <laughs> He's like, we're dealing with, with you know, theory, theorizing something that's never been done before. What do you want from me? Like, could you imagine really being in that situation? No. I read it. I no. remember reading about him, and he said he wanted it to be, the version that they gave to the military, wanted it to be so destructive, so horrific, that no one would ever use it again. Well, yeah. mission complete so far. <laughs> We gotta do a uh, stays that way. Hopefully, double matinee. You go see Oppenheimer, and then you go see Barbie. There you go. Yeah, you have to see the Barbie <laughs> one last, so you'll yeah, be in a happy mood when first. you leave. <laughs> <laughs> looks incredible, though. So remember, guys, when I was talking about this, I, I want to do an update on this. Remember, I was talking about that apartment that was for sale under a bridge in Los Angeles. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, it was dubbed the Troll Apartment because it's under a bridge. Bridge Troll. It sold for. $430,000. Wait a minute. Where is this thing? It's literally under a bridge in Los Angeles. And it's like this makeshift shack that's, that's just there. It looks like a homeless encampment. 
and it sold okay. for $430,000. It went viral online. I mean, we spoke about it during Rapid Fire, I think, last month. It sold for $180,000 over its asking price. I remember we said it was being listed for $250,000. It's positioned beneath the road and over the arch of a bridge overlooking the Alhambra Wash. <laughs> hey, it's got a it's okay, got a, well, hey. water view. And it's uh, and close just, to the highway. It's yeah, well, just, good for commuting. And just Gosh. think, you can desensitize any children against noise. They got into a bidding <laughs> war. It was oh built God. in 1949. Well, they, pro- do they Can they make something else out of it? Put a <laughs> lemonade stand there, you'll make millions. Oh, well, it does feature a rooftop patio, gents. Maybe that's where you can have the uh, lemonade stand. How do you? Uh, how did they build it, though? It's got to be city land. I mean, city property. How do you... It's a good, well, how they got away with it? It is Los Angeles, though. Four hundred thirty thousand dollars. Wow, Los Angeles. <laughs> Talk is. about a tiny home, too. Yeah, right. No thanks. It is very small. Hmm. They asked twelve thousand Americans the question: What's more attractive on a first date or on a date? Someone who makes you laugh, or someone who thinks they're funny? Dina, oh, I ask you. Someone who makes you laugh. Someone who thinks they're funny but is not is a complete turnoff. Okay. <laughs> Dina, he says he wants somebody to make him laugh. Bill, do you want to be the person that makes other people laugh or be entertained? Uh, person that makes other people laugh. Four to one margin. Ding, ding, ding. You lose, Dina. Bill wins. What? Most men, however, would rather be the person who's funny in the relationship, not entertained by the other person. I think I'm the funny one with me and Kristen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and modest. That's right. And there I am thinking I'm funny when 50, I'm not. So. 56% of people overall, though, would rather be with somebody who makes them laugh, not right. the person who makes the other people laugh. And it's usually men who are most likely to say, I'm the funny one in the relationship. Well, I don't have any money to my name, so I have to do something to make her happy and I make her laugh. So that's good. You got to go with what you got. That's yeah. right. Humor humor yeah. is everything. So good. true. I don't know, Diener, after you win Powerball, you oh. won't have to be funny anymore. Good. Yeah. Look, at, look at what happened to Jeff Bezos. He's got that hot babe now. Uh-huh. God, he looks like a thumb. Too. Yeah, but you know what? Give him credit. <laughs> Sorry. You know, <laughs> you know what? Give him credit, though. He is in good shape, too. He does. Yeah, no, you're right. He is. He really He's is. in great shape. And by the way, he just made more money. Notice something on an Amazon box that shows up at your house today. Brilliant move. They're selling advertising on him. That is a great move. Uh, Powerball, back to that, is 420, no, excuse me, is 500, 546 million bucks for tonight. <gasps> wow. Because it's been rolling over since April. But if you missed that, 427 is uh, Mega Millions for Friday. Good luck. It's wow. a lot of money. It's a billion a dollars between the two of them. You're not kidding. Can you imagine somebody winning both? Bill has always said that one day we will have the story that someone has won both. It's going to happen. Can I don't know how imagine? or when. I don't know how or when either, but that's crazy. Well, actually, I'll give you another thing you can buy, Bill, if you win Powerball or Mega Millions. Or maybe you can buy this right now. I think you got money saved up. Sure. $1.25 million. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> for the <laughs> 1961 Epiphone Wilshire guitar. That was owned by Jimi Hendrix. It How was much? $1.25 million. Wow. Like his first one? Like as a kid? It's like one of his first guitars. Yeah, yeah it has to be. He got it back in uh, 1963. It was a 1961 guitar, though. First started performing with... Uh, he used it when he was in the King Charles... I'm sorry. King Casuals and Club Del Morocco. Mom. I guess it was one of his first oh bands God. even before the Jimi Hendrix experience. You know he was in the Army? Jimmy Hendrix? Might have been Air Force. Was it the Air but Force? But he served. Wow. Yeah, he did. I did not know that. Yeah, He's isn't that wild? I 
You got me on that one. There you go. <laughs> the veteran-owned guitar is on sale for $1.25 million. I, that guy from the Colts, the owner of the Colts, Ursa, is going to buy it. This one he was, buys all this crap, yeah, you know. He might, because this one was owned by uh, some private collector. They didn't say, but a group called Moments in Time is selling the product, and that's that's the listing price. Wow. I mean, well, honestly, part of history. for a collector, I know. that's cheap. Yeah, it is. A little over a million dollars for a piece of history like that. Hmm. Wow. When a he lot of money, with uh, the King Casuals at something called uh, Club Del Morocco. They probably fired him. Yeah, hey, that Hendrix get, kid sucks. Get him out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Where's Fired Club Del Morocco? I don't, I don't know. know where that is. I don't know. Well, there you go. You save up your pennies. Well, we've got uh, a couple of more stories to wrap up with when we'll stick with these two because they're related, Jen. First okay. of all, a crack on a roller coaster oh. in North Carolina, and then this other ride had people stuck upside down for three hours. No, thank you. Y'all excited for the amusement park now? Can't wait to go. All right, that's some other <laughs> stuff coming up next. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. The South Florida Morning Show. This is Jen, this is Diener. I'm Bill. Welcome back in for the long holiday weekend. One of the stories over the weekend, we all got the alerts, I think. Uh, suspicious substance found at the White House. Testing determined it was cocaine. Uh-oh. We got a little update on that, by the way. Yes. And, uh, you know, I think we all had the fear that, you know, you don't want that to happen. Like, it's some sort of a, like you know, a threat. Like a ricin or, a, or yeah, something, exactly. yeah. Well, this is from our friend James Rosen. Uh-oh. Who is the Newsmax White House reporter? He says multiple officials at the CNN Newsmax that, contrary to more recent published reports, it was found in a work area in the West Wing. Uh oh. Not in the White House library. And the cocaine was in a baggie when discovered, not loose Uh. or concealed. So they were trying to sell the story that this thing was like, oh, some White House, a tourist dropped this. Yeah, no. But in the, if it's in the work, and I'm using finger quotes, yes. work area, that means like the actual West Wing part. Well, and, and you brought it up earlier with the schedule those people have. You're working in the West Wing. You know, you're woken up at 2 o'clock in the morning when there's an emergency. You have to be there at 6 o'clock on a, any given day. You don't sleep. You're on call 24-7. It could have been anybody. I'm just saying. I'm not surprised. I mean, you know, with those hours. Hey, it kept Aerosmith going through the 70s. That's what Steven Tyler said. <laughs> you do make a very valid but point. But I just think it's funny that the entire nation all at oh, once, when it was revealed to be cocaine, thought it was Hunter Biden. Well, Everyone. I think so. Well, you know what? Maybe it's the whole staff at the White House. Who the hell knows? But that could have been anybody. Oh, it was in a little baggie. Well, that's how Coke sold, folks. Yeah. Meant, you don't know it. So. But they also, they were quick to say, because they didn't want it like known that was like in lines on a counter or something, you know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, it wasn't on the desk in the Oval right, Office? Exactly. Okay, just just to oh, make no. sure, that'd no. be nice. Joe is not on the coca, no. Yeah, and it's not him, but if it was his son, you'd never know because they don't keep a record of when Hunter comes and goes in the White House, right. unlike everybody else. So, yeah, he's, he's privileged. He's well, special. We had a couple of amusement park problems. Not <gasps> the big ones, not the Disney Universals of the world, but this was Carowinds in North Carolina. This is what this guy saw. I was thinking, this is crazy. And I just happened to see that crack. I'm like, I can see light through it. And I'm not an engineer, but that's not that's not good. That's not good. This is a <laughs> giant support beam, and he saw a crack from the rest of the thing on the thing. And he tried to tell four people before they finally got someone to listen to him. What is wrong with these people? That's what I want to know. It's like, what is wrong with you that you don't listen to this guy? And the crack was huge. How did somebody not see that? That's what I don't get. And if this guy hadn't seen it, would it have been discovered? I don't know. 
that's that's the scary part. He you know only what? saw it because he was taking a video. His family was on the ride at the time, so he wanted to see him pass by. And he focuses in on the crack. That's not good. He's right. I I would just think if your kids were on that that ride, I would have panicked. I would have been, oh my god, my kids are up there. Get them off this ride now. Well, but uh, they shut down the ride until they said it had been inspected. And uh, but uh, they've shut down the ride until they're not going to let it reopen, which is a good idea until it's secure again. I'm thinking, okay, you didn't even know that I would be walking around. What do you think right after that was finally made public that somebody in that park went, you check every beam, every walkway, you check everything. They should. Or else, you know, and the other horror story at a roller was a roller coaster in uh, Wisconsin. Crandon, Wisconsin. It's north of Green Bay. Eight passengers, fortunately seven of them were kids, left stuck upside down on a roller coaster for more than three hours. They had to bring in special equipment. I love the fact that one of the kids who was really young, they said, maybe like 10 or 11, went, hey, the old guy over there, he doesn't look really good. Save him first. And oh, the that's old, nice of him. And the old guy was probably like 26. I know. The old guy, <laughs> you know, he's... He's one year older than us. Save the old guy over there or else. Holy cow. Don't forget, no Ben and Jerry's ever. It's prohibited if you listen to this show. Start the pushback. And we'll be back uh, tomorrow morning at 6 o'clock. Have a great day. Thanks for listening. We'll see you tomorrow.